The Wind Dancer Angela and Bishop walked hand in hand along the lakefront, admiring the water as it contrasted with the pearl-white sailboats. Seagulls soared above them, hoping for a handout from the bag of popcorn they shared. Bishop stared into the water. He thought of Lake Gallatin, how he and his father used to fish in it when he was younger. In reality, the contrast couldn't have been more distinct. Here, Lake Michigan was bordered by a massive metropolis of ten million people. A person could drive for hours to the west and not escape the houses and sprawl. There were a few cabins on Lake Gallatin, but it was close to a huge wilderness complex. Another difference was the zebra mussels. Lake Gallatin didn't have those. Bishop gazed at them, sunlight creating broken light patterns across their siphons. The zebra mussels had come to Lake Michigan via the ballast water of vessels that had traveled the ocean. It was only a matter of time before they'd carpeted great swaths of lake bed. They'd become so numerous and grew so dense they sometimes clogged pipelines and water intakes. Besides pushing out other freshwater mussels, the zebra mussel was also responsible for cases of avian botulism, killing thousands of Great Lakes birds. The seagulls above them didn't seem to mind, at least for the time being. What are you thinking about? Angela asked, reaching for a handful of popcorn. The valley, he said. One of these days I'd like to go, Angela said, flashing her eyes at him. Bishop couldn't resist. He was a sucker. Now that you mention it, I have some dates lined up if you're interested. Angela turned to him, surprised. So I'm finally going to see the vaunted Apex Valley? Hold on, Bishop. Let me mark this down in my planner. This is a historic occasion. Smartass, Bishop said, shaking his head. I try my best. Bishop laughed and tossed a piece of popcorn at her. It missed, and a daring seagull swooped in behind them and plucked the morsel. So, are you going to tell me where we're going? she asked. I told you, it's a surprise. Bishop stopped, and so did Angela. You were one of those kids who peeked at their Christmas presents early, weren't you? he asked. Angela blushed. Maybe. Ah, huh? Bishop said. I always had a hunch. I'm afraid you're going to have to wait on this one. Well, at least for the next few minutes. Lake Michigan sloshed against the concrete retainer wall. Up ahead was a series of piers with moored sailboats. The piers were fenced off from the sidewalk, and the entrance was guarded by a huge man wearing blue slacks and a sweatshirt. Bishop, party of two, he said to the guard. The guard checked Bishop's driver's license and ushered them through the fence gate. Bishop and Angela held hands and descended the wooden steps to the main pier. Her hand trembled in his. He looked at her and she smiled and exhaled unevenly. Maybe she knew what was coming. The sailboat captain greeted them and assisted them into the boat. It was a modest vessel of forty-two feet, as much as Bishop could afford. Welcome aboard the Wind Dancer, the captain said. Thank you, Angela said, taking a seat on a bench inside the cockpit. On a checkered tablecloth, still fresh and steaming, was a meal of grilled corn on the cob, baked beans, and turkey burgers from Angela's favorite restaurant, Vendatus. Bishop, what's going on here? Angela asked, trying to hide her trembling hands on the other side of her lap. In case you haven't noticed, we're going on a little sunset sail. What's the occasion? she asked. Bishop met her eyes, a smirk on his face. He was loving every second of this.
Does there always have to be an occasion, he asked. You're playing me, she said. You're enjoying this, aren't you? Bishop grinned. Sorry, I thought you'd enjoy a nice evening on the lake. It's something different, right? Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, this is great, she said, a tinge of disappointment in her voice. The captain unmoored the wind dancer and motored into the open lake. A gust of wind finessed between the skyscrapers and tousled their hair. A few seagulls followed them out to the deeper water. When they were a couple hundred yards out, the captain unfurled the mainsail, and the wind dancer cut across the water, leaving the seagulls behind. Many of the buildings in the impressive steel and glass skyline began to turn on their lights, creating an uneven light show. As beautiful as it was, Bishop knew he'd be sucked back into the corporate world tomorrow.